Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I'm talking about the new comics that I picked up on uh, March 11th, 2020. Uh, so I'm trying something different. If you're listening to this, it's not going to seem all that different, except I'm going to make a lot more mistakes that are not going to be cut out, probably. Um, but I am doing a, uh, I'm, I'm streaming live on Twitch for this episode um and uh you'll see how it goes and uh i'm hopefully going to do this for all of the podcast episodes so we'll see um how it all goes down but i got my camera working uh hooked up to the computer and all of that so i'm really happy about um all those things uh before we talk about um okay we're just actually let's put something on the screen right now uh to start off with this is the only comic that i picked up this week that um i have not read yet uh mostly because it's 100 pages it is aquaman giant number three um so uh let's see what's on the cover here we've we've got ocean master black manta aqualad tempest danger in the deep five action-packed stories also featuring mira uh, Screaming Sea and Aqualad, the newest member of the Teen Titans. Um, so yeah, all these these giant books are a great, great value. Um, go check them out. Okay, and then... Uh, okay, I'm going to leave this up on the screen. So if you're watching, I don't have a visual for this. But um, I did watch The Walking Dead, uh, Season 10, Episode 12. Uh, it was broadcast last night. I'm streaming this on Monday, March 16th, because it took me this long to read all of this week's comics, except for Aquaman right here. But um, uh, so Walking Dead, episode 12, I think it's called Walk With Me, um, and it it was it was really good. It might be my favorite episode it's definitely my favorite episode of the season but uh, yeah i was i watched it at like 4 a.m which is probably a, a bad idea but um i watched it like early in the morning but i was like yelling at the tv and stuff and getting all choked up about some other stuff it was it's really good so um i'm looking forward to the, what happens in the last four episodes of the season but anyway um I'll uh, maybe do. I'll, I will actually when the season ends. I'm going to do a whole second half of the season review and uh, just let y'all know what I thought about Walking Dead season uh, season ten part two. All right, so let's get Aquaman out of here. You might hear some some sound of the <laughs> of the books hitting the floor um but here we have the first book that i read this week that i picked up batman overdrive um this is another one of the young reader books uh this one actually for kids not just for uh what is i think it's young adults it says on the other ones but anyway i i really liked i really liked this book it was a nice story uh although young bruce wayne so it's it's about bruce wayne before he was became batman so he's a kid i think he's about he's he's just about to turn 16 so he's determined 
to restore this car that he has a photo of his dad uh it, it, like standing next to this car and so he asks alfred oh is, is this still car still in the garage and all that and so he goes to the junkyard and he runs into a thief that's stealing from the junkyard he makes a friend there at the junkyard i forget the friend's name and uh all this stuff is gets involved with these these teenage versions of uh people who would, he would encounter more later uh the main one being selena kyle who wears an, a disguise that looks like a cat but she's not officially Catwoman yet um and i'm not going to spoil anything else about uh, about the book because the, the the cover itself once you once you read the book you'll know what i'm talking about that what's not spoiled on the cover which could easily be because at this point of the the story that you see him here um, there's something else that's missing from this image, but anyway, I really recommend it. I gave it, I'm, I'm going to give my, my rating. So on, um, is it CLZ? It's either a CLZ or CRZ. Um, the comics app that I use, um, whenever I read a comic, I want to keep track of everything that I've read. And so they also have a star rating system in there. So I've been writing down, uh, so I can remember, uh, for each of these episodes. Uh, but I gave this an eight out of 10. It's really fun, but also I didn't really like, <laughs> I didn't really like Bruce Wayne very much, but that's, that's fine. Cause it's, it's still a fun story and it's just a, as much about, um, Alfred and, um, and Selena, I think. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Um, okay. So that's the only paperback that I picked up this week. Um, I am going, okay, now I'm mostly in alphabetical order, but I read them in reverse alphabetical order, so I'm going to be starting with what I remember the best, even, well, theoretically I remember the best, but first we have Adler, number two, uh, picks up right off from where number one starts. I don't remember exactly all the stuff that happens in number one, um, Oh, I'm going to have such a hard time remembering names of characters and stuff. But, uh, yeah, this is a good one. Um, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Um, it was it didn't, like, blow me away, but it was a pretty good story. Actually, I pretty much rated everything 7 or better. Uh, that's mostly... I, I, I feel like that's not... That could be seen as an indication of what's... I think that I just like all the comics, but it's more so that I I know what I'm going to like, and so I don't really buy any comics that... It's rare that I buy a comic that I end up not liking very much. So, seven, usually uh, there's been a, a, a six here and there, not this week. I forgot to write my, my rating for one of these. But um, anyway, just to explain my rating system, it seems like everything I rate seven or above, that's that's true basically. But it's mostly because I I avoid comics that I I'm probably not going to enjoy anyway. Um, okay, so Adler number two, uh, I really like the opera setting for uh, a, a good part of this um, this this issue. Um, and then there's a whole thing with getting papers delivered to Irene Adler. Um, and then we also have our, uh, 
our other main character, I forget her name, um, who who's now friends with Irene. And uh, yeah, they're just trying to figure out what's going on with uh, us, like this whole like crime syndicate type of thing. And um, yeah, it's cool to see it, there's it's it's a Sherlock Holmes story, but without any Sherlock Holmes, it's Irene instead. And it's pretty cool. Also, Madame Curie is in this issue, this issue. So yeah, if you like this time period, it's, it's pretty steam. Like you can tell from the cover here, it's got the, the steam punk aesthetic. Um, check it out. It's only, you're, you're only two issues behind quick catch up. Um, next up we have Ant-Man number three. This continues the story of uh, a bunch of bug people um, coming to, to take over the world. And Ant-Man is seeking the help of the Avengers. And uh, his daughter Cassie doesn't believe that he takes superheroing seriously. Uh, so he insists that instead of letting her go to join the Young Avengers and move away to the West Coast, because I think they live in Florida. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes, they do live in Florida because there's lots of crap talking about f- Florida, talking, talked about Florida in this ep- in this uh, in this issue. But uh, so Cassie goes along with him for uh, bring your daughter to work day, basically, um, and they end up teaming with uh, Black Cat and Spider Man um, in order to figure out what's going on and uh, hopefully stop what's going on. So that's all I'll say about that. I I really 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 like this issue. Uh, it's one of the two. I think I only rated two comics this week. A nine out of ten. Nothing made it a ten out of ten. So this is one in my top two favorites of this week. Um, I might have rated Flash nine out of ten, but I didn't write it down. I can't remember. But yeah, this is great. Up next, we have oh I I'm, I haven't been talking about the covers for the audio version of this show. You see a black black cat and Spider Man and Ant Man on the cover of that one. Um, okay, then we have the Batman's Grave number six. I give this an eight out of ten, uh, mostly for the there's a big like fight sequence to get out of um, Arkham. Um, that's like the f- whole first half of the book, um, and then there's a, a big high profile murder that happens. Um, that Batman and Commissioner Gordon are, uh, are that's that's what's that's what's coming next. So, spoilers for all this. I am going to talk some spoilers about this. I don't think any of those are like major spoiler. You kind of assume that Batman's going to get out of there um, from the last issue. So, uh, sorry for spoiling that. But anyway, it's really good, and um, I enjoyed it. So that brings us to another Batman title. We have Batman and the Outsiders, issue number 11. And actually, i turn it this No, wrong way. <laughs> this is like to my side, and I can't actually see. I'm like seeing it in the monitor, but not actually what's there. So Batman and the Outsiders, number 11. Um, I'm also going to do a better job of in my notes to have all of the writers and cover artists and all that kind of stuff. Um, oh, I got the the variant cover of Batman's grave there with Batman holding um, one of his batarangs, and then we have Ra's al Ghul on the the cover, uh, the variant cover, and it's uh, sideways, so it's like a horizontal layout of uh, 
him on there. But anyway, I am I have not read issues two through ten of Batman the Outsiders, and this is like part four of a story arc or something like that. So I didn't know what was going on at all, but I still really enjoyed it. This is in contrast to another book that I am caught up on that I have no idea what's going on, um, but still enjoyed. Um, so anyway, uh, there's a big, big fight with all the characters involved in there, including um, Shiva. And then we also have Batman off somewhere with uh, the Sophia character. I don't know anything about her, but it's, it's I think it's about to be a big deal. But I'm excited to go back and get and read two through ten because I forgot that Orphan is in this in this book, and she's my favorite version of um, of Batgirl. Even though she, she's not Batgirl now, but you know what I mean. All right, so let's move on to not Batman. I think there there still is a little bit more. No, that's all of the Batman for this week but it is definitely not the end of dc stuff um but over here from dark horse comics um i think this is the main cover which has uh um oh i don't know i don't remember any of these characters names but it looks a lot like an uh, like a 70s uh fantasy novel cover and i like that design a lot but blackwood the morning after issue number two um the scenes in the and there's there are scenes in the library that I thought were really cool, and then there's also a big morgue heist. That's all I'll say. Uh, to try to explain anything else would be uh, a lot of spoilers and all of that. And if you've read Blackwood number number one, and if you've read the first run of Blackwood, which was just six issues, then uh, you'll know if you're gonna gonna like this book. I gave it an eight out of ten. Uh, then we have not quite in alphabetical order but close enough kind of um this would be like five titles later if i but this one wasn't in my poll yet so that's why i didn't read it in order like the rest of them but anyway uh the man who effed up time issue number two uh this is from aftershock comics and i gave this issue a nine out of ten one of the only two that i gave a nine out of ten this week or maybe three depending on how i rated the flash but um, oh, I just love time travel stuff. Um, on the cover here, we see our main character. I forget his name, and he's about to fight his himself from slightly in the past or slightly in the future. Um, and it'll it all makes sense once you read the book, but that gives you a good idea right here. How is he effing up time? Well, he's obviously just effing up himself through time travel, so that's a big part of it. But, um, yeah, I like it. It doesn't take itself really seriously at all because uh, there's all kinds of weird stuff like an Abraham looking Abraham Lincoln looking guy with uh, who's riding a dinosaur, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really like time travel stuff. And I also like when uh, a story just has fun with it and has all kinds of the weird stuff that might happen with changing the path of history. All right, so next up, we have Catwoman number 21. Uh, I got the variant here. Um, I think this is a Frank Cho cover. Uh, I'm not sure. But um, the, I got the variant, which is awesome with the cat there on her uh, sh- 
around her shoulders, which is pretty fun. But uh, I am fairly far behind on this one, so I, I skipped a bunch to read. just jump in to read it this week. And I'm realizing now that I did not write down my notes for this issue. So I'm just going to take a moment to look up my tweet about it and also take this opportunity to tell you about um, uh, a kind of activity that I've, uh, I've been taking part in starting this week. And that is uh, the Thousand Comic Challenge. Uh, so search for Thousand Comic Challenge either uh, or go, go to my t- Twitter um, at jkire, J-K-I-R-E. Um, I didn't post it on the TIW podcast. I should have done it on the TIW podcast Twitter. But um, it's, uh, it, it's some comic book shops are competing with each other uh, to figure out or not to figure out to see which shops can get uh, get to a thousand comic books read first or second or third or whatever keep on going to encourage everybody to knock out their backlogs with a lot of people spending time more time at home now as a great opportunity for that uh to get a lot of reading done um but my tweet well let's let me first talk about the tweets uh from these other books um i did catch up a little bit on archie and sabrina but i'm not going to talk about those until i i uh, get the newest comic of uh archie and uh archie uh but adler number two uh the tweet i sent is is the assassin a vampire and uh ant-man number three take your daughter to work day also florida takes a beating they make fun of florida so so much um then it's basically this ant-man run is basically like it's basically just making fun of florida the entire time uh, then we have, let's see, Batman's Grave. I said, cool fight to escape Arkham. And then I uh, posted a picture of a conversation between Batman and Gordon. Batman says to him, I like that you think you'll live long enough to retire. When uh, Gordon, pre- right before that, says, uh, I don't think you're going to live long enough to, le- to to see me retire. And Batman says, you're not going to retire because you're probably dead. Anyway, uh, Batman and the Outsiders number 11, I wrote, this book has almost all of my favorite characters. It also has Katana in there. She's awesome. Um, Blackwood, the morning after number two, I wrote, just a good old morgue heist. Then, let's see, the man who effed up time number two, uh, don't use time travel to buy flowers. That's the biggest lesson of this issue. And then we have Catwoman number 21. Okay. I give it a four, four out of five stars. So that's a eight out of 10. Um, and she fights. Oh, that's right. She fights a ton of zombies in this issue. Um, I wrote, she's, she's great at fighting zombies and that that's, that's all I wrote. Um, okay. So that brings us to Deja Thoris. Oh, I picked up too many books. There we go. That's just a general statement that I picked up too many penny, too many books, but also I just now I picked up too many. So now we have Deja Thoris. Um, I really like uh, the one character. Uh, I forget all of their names, but uh, she she's not really familiar with Earth stuff, and so when they're talking about poking a bear, 
the quote the that that turn of phrase they um she's like what is a bear um and then later on she tries to use the phrase and she doesn't do it correctly but it's still really fun anyway i give this a seven out of ten um there there's a spaceship wreck and then there's a billion spiders uh i don't i i mean i liked it uh but i obviously i didn't remember all of the details enough uh, it didn't it didn't stick out in my mind um as uh as like an extremely great book this week like i said seven out of ten is not bad it looks worse as a three and a half out of five like a three and a half out of five looks like a pretty bad rating but personally personally but when you think about it that's a seven that's a seven out of ten that's still good it's like two and a half and lower is when it like starts to get like not very good I would think because that's like a that's a five out of ten, and I don't think I've rated any of the books that I've read a five out of ten. Maybe like one, but even still, I th- I think the the one that I'm thinking of, I think I still gave a pretty good rating because the art is really good. But um, anyway, up next we have Dollhouse Family number five. I think I did skip a couple of issues of this one. Um, so I wasn't really sure what was going on, but I gave it a seven out of 10, mostly because I, of that, but I didn't know exactly what was going on with everything, but, um, it is good. It's a cool series. And also we're up to chapter 17 of sea dogs, uh, which I have not read any of, but also when I get around to when all these books are complete and then it's like chapters one through 30 of sea dogs to read all at once i'm gonna have to like go into my my short boxes and pick all of these out unless i'm proactive uh, and just keep all of the the hill house comics together in one thing which is probably the best way to go i think and then and then it's easy then you then you can put them all in uh release order by going off of which chapters of sea dogs in there because it tells you right there chapter 17 is in this one but uh anyway what happened in this one they're investigating what's going on with this cursed dollhouse and uh our main character discovers something about her past about her ancestors so that's uh a pretty it's a pretty interesting thing probably more interesting if i was caught up on uh the last couple of issues have a little bit more context for that um, then we have Flash number 751. Oh, and what did I say on Twitter about the Dollhouse family? I said, um, I don't think I've seen a jump scare in a comic before because she goes to investigate abandoned, uh, a long-abandoned old house. And she, like, there's... Well, if I tell you what the jump scares are, then you won't be jump-scared of them. Well, you probably won't be anyway because it's in a comic book, but... It was interesting for uh, to see that represented in a comic book. All right, Flash number seven fifty one. Um, no spoilers, but what? And I have to think of for a second. Now I remember what was. Uh, whoa, no, wait. What was happening? Oh, I don't actually remember exactly what the the what was because I didn't want to like. Oh, oh man but 
I didn't really enjoy this. They're fighting Paradox uh, or Flashes, and he's like, but he's also like chasing after Godspeed, and there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. So this is in contrast to the next book that I'm going to talk about. um, That the Flash can get super, super weird, but to me, it all it usually makes a lot of sense. Um, Even though he's doing mostly because it's like it's time travel alternate dimensions stuff like that um oh and i got the the variant cover i'm not sure who the artist is i'll do a better job of that in coming weeks of writing down the cover artists but um what did i write down here uh this is flash age part two so i uh i think this story arc it still continues to so we'll flash age part three next um and it just continues his fight uh, against Paradox and what he's trying to do. Um, he's trying to absorb all of this energy to, ca- to, to cause another crisis. So this is, uh, this is building up towards, um, I think, Final Crisis is the next thing, the me- next big event. So I'm, I'm glad that I'm getting caught up on this now uh, so that I can that I have some idea of what's going on with Final Crisis when that begins in the very near future. Okay. Now we have, okay. And in contrast to that, um, I rated, I rated this one for four and a half out of five stars. So I was right that I, I did remember correctly that I rated it nine out of 10. Um, I next we have the green lantern season two issue. Number two, I read season. I finished reading uh, black lantern core or whatever it's called. Black star core. Um, and the first issue of that, I talked about it on the podcast months and months ago. I did not like it at all. It didn't make any sense. I think I still gave it like a 6 out of 10, but like I did not understand anything. It seemed like just nonsense. Issue number two was a bit better. Issue number three, I, I felt like I kind of had a handle of what was going on. But then we had issue number one of Green Lantern Season 2 that I read before I read this. Um, so I could understand what was going on and it was only one issue to be caught up on it. Um, I, maybe it would help a lot if I read season one, because I've only read the first couple of issues of that 12 issue season. But anyway, uh, oh, I did get the variant cover that we see here. Again, I, for, I didn't write down who the cover artist is. But um, it, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like uh, all the variant covers uh, for DC Comics now have, are really nice. Uh, they're they're usually in uh, some type of painted type style or more like with or with watercolor. It looks more. Uh, it, it's more of a. They're more fine art than they are comic book. I would say. But anyway, uh, what I wrote on Twitter was. This book is so weird. I am confused. Three and a half out of five stars. Um, and then I post a picture of a panel and uh, he's trying to communicate with the thing. And it says, translating, trying to translate. And it, I don't think it was ever successful at it. Um, then I, re- I read number one the other day and it only prepared me to understand what's happening a tiny bit. So there you go. That's my... What else did I write about Green Lantern? Um, I also wrote, oh, there's a big feather. I, I, I liked that. Um, I forget if they use it for anything. 
but there's there's like these bird people and the the starship mask things and i don't know if they're the same thing as the the one creatures i forget the name of those uh i don't know if it's that if it's that same species or if it's another entirely different thing i don't know but there's so much weird stuff going on and i just can't personally follow it very well so that's why i gave it I still gave it a seven out of ten because the art is really good. Um, and there's the fun. There is some fun stuff in there that I did understand. Um, then we have Superman number twenty one, another variant cover for this one. Let me lower that a little bit. Um, let's see. I am behind on this one. I thought I was caught up, but I'm actually only caught up on Action Comics. Um, I, I have, there are about ten issues of superman that i've that i have not read yet but uh between where i left off and now there's about a thousand issues of superman in general that i haven't read yet but anyway uh superman number 21 i gave this a seven out of ten um there's his fight with mongol and then also lois lane needs lawyers is what i wrote for that um, and also there's a, there's a narrow, uh, there's a fight scene. That's a series of narrow columns that I thought was really cool. And that's all the notes. I, th- that's all the notes that I wrote down for this one. So we will now move on to, uh, I, I, I do like this story that's going on with Superman and how it's like affecting all these other characters and all of that. But, um, we'll see how this also ties because while this is going on superman having revealed his identity to everyone uh but the the hot water that lois lane is in is because some video somehow got out to to news outlets with superman calling himself the king of the earth and i did not read the last issue so i don't know if that actually happened or not or if it's a fabrication by probably like sleuther or something i don't I don't know because they don't talk about the like Lois Lane asked where that video com- came from, but she doesn't get answers. I feel like probably in issue twenty twenty we see the origin like where that's coming from, why that's happening, or something. Um, but it's all very interesting. I like it a lot. And then <laughs> I forget if it's in this book or if it's in another one. No, it's in Superman Villains, which came out last week. Um, and I forgot to talk about that part of it was that Supergirl was super annoyed <laughs> by, by Superman, um, because she's like, she, she, he lectured me to, like all this time to keep my identity secret. And then he just goes out and just tells everybody. And yeah, I would be super annoyed by her too, but also she's still infected Supergirl, which is my favorite i've mentioned this before it's my favorite version of supergirl kind of ever but anyway up next we have symbiote spider-man alternate or alien reality issue number four um i have not read the first three issues of this which may have been a mistake but i still I, i still did enjoy it um, I gave it an eight out of ten. Uh, this uh, most of this book takes place in the nightmare realm, and he's teamed up with Nat, who is the red cat. So, like all that, it it is really fun, 
and it has me looking forward to read the issues leading up to this. Although I can't see how issues one through three are going to be nearly as fun as this nightmare realm section of the story. Um, man, I need to do a better, like I want to, it's not too bad on, okay. It needs to be, I realize everything's on a slant. It'll be better uh, next time. I I think it's mainly, well, you know what? I think it's might be, no, that doesn't make sense. Cause that would be, make it even worse. Let's see. Maybe I just do that. I think the the music stand that I'm using is crooked because I leveled the the tripod, but it didn't work. But I also need to use a better tripod anyway. Um, okay, so oh, I I think I maybe may have been clipping like all of this all of the time. Let me turn down the volume of there. It's still probably clipping, but yeah, that's better. Okay, um, up next... Oh, I just got the regular cover for this one. Spider-Man. Symbiote Spider-Man. Alien Reality. Okay, up next, uh, getting close to the end here. There's only three more comics to talk about. Uh, Vampirella, Red Sonia, number seven. I am a few issues behind on this, I think. Um, If I'm not, then I just completely forgot what happened right before this one but um i give this a seven out of ten we have them uh in a 1920s setting um with prohibition uh, going on and there's also a talking rat and so i am a big fan of that talking rat um let's see what did i write on twitter about it um yeah i'm a big fan of the talking rat that's all i wrote down <laughs> for it but uh, i think this is the 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 a cover for vampirella red sonia um for a while well i think the whole time with vampirella red sonia actually i think this might be the b cover but as them tied up and then a bunch of gangsters in the background with like and one of them has a tommy gun so that gives you an idea of the time period they're in and they have to like use their they have to get dressed up in period clothes so that they don't stick out all that. So that's a fun aspect of it. It's a good excuse to show them in all kinds of different outfits. Um, then we have Wonder Woman. We got the variant cover here. Um, uh, what was the artist's name? Is it Jai? Jai June? Is that the name? I'm there. I'm just reading off of the cover, the signature on there. But uh, this is a very cool cover. Although I am sad that Jenny Frizen's run on the variant covers is over. But. Um, this this one is pretty cool. The last one, uh, seven fifty two, uh, it was a different artist. I'm pretty sure it was a, a very different style, but I, I also I also like that version of it, um, or that that variant. Um, anyway, I give this book a an no. Where is it? A seven out of ten. Uh, let's see. We have Diana and Valda Valda. Um, fighting a quantum a quantum metal beast so that was pretty interesting um and uh this is the iron maiden finale and yeah that's all i'll say about it uh i think the other notes they wrote down were, were much more spoilers so anyway if you're caught up on wonder woman 
this is uh this is a pretty good uh conclusion to that arc and it leads right into the next thing very well so check it out even though i gave it a seven out of ten like i said seven out of ten is still good um this just didn't have me really all that excited to go back and read to get caught up i felt like i'm pretty much good on that like i understand what's going on so maybe but maybe that should mean i should rate it better uh than if i had no idea if i wasn't able to tell what was going on and then finally we have young justice number 14 um I give this an 8 out of 10. It's like like everybody is in this this book. Like everybody's coming together. Everybody from the other Wonder Comics. We've got uh Dial H folks. We've got the uh the Wonder Twins in there. We got Naomi in there. And then they're also recruiting all kinds of others from Teen Titans and stuff like that. So it there's like 30 I don't think it's 30, but it seems like that many heroes coming together um uh, to to go and rescue connor kent and then stop this gigantic threat that's coming so i i definitely i have not caught up on this at all i think the last issue i read was maybe like number two or something so i really need to go back and read all this i got the variant cover um i can't read that signature but um I I love the colors on this and the la- this this is one of the coolest covers this week. I didn't choose a cover of the week. Screw it. This is the cover of the week. It's great. The variant cover for Young Justice number 14. Um so that does it uh and I I gave that an 8 out of 10. I don't know if I mentioned that already. Uh a lot a lot of comics to read this week. It took me a lot longer to read all of them this week than it did last week. Um this week hopefully I have a fewer comics to read um for the show um or th- that just fewer comics to have picked up this week. Um so I can do the show a lot sooner. I'm going to plan on tr- I th- this is my goal is to just read everything that I got that week so that I can talk about them the next night on Thursday night. So today I'm streaming in the afternoon on a Monday, but ideally every Thursday night, 11 PM mountain time. That's really late, but you can watch it on, you can go back and watch it after the stream. You don't have to watch it live. Um, Every, every Thursday night, uh, uh, my goal is going to be to read everything that I picked up that week so I can talk about it on the show. Um, so quick shout out to the bo- uh, some other books that I read. Um, Archie and Sabrina, number one through three. I probably could have finished the arc with number four and five, but I do really, really like that story arc. Um, and we go back in time to the beginning of the summer to see how it all started and stuff like that. And I really like, I, I, I really like the story. I like it more than the current story. Cause I, I, I skipped ahead, um, and started reading Archie and Kathy Keene. Um, Kathy, is it Kathy Keene? Whatever it is, whatever her name is. Um, and I missed out. I, I totally skipped Archie and Sabrina, but I, I was relieved to find out. So spoilers, 
Archie is still together. He's still in a relationship with Sabrina as of the most current issue um, following that. So uh, it's like two issues later. He is still, even though the title is Archie and Kathy or whatever it is, he is still in a relationship with Sabrina. So I was, I was relieved about that because I, I think it's a really interesting pair. And it's uh, the stories, the story so far has been fun to read about them. So anyway, uh, that's it. So uh, let me know which comics that you've been uh, reading this week or any week, really, by tweeting me at TIW Podcasts. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe, healthy, and happy out there in all the infinite multiverses. And you can watch slash listen to the live stream of all of these episodes at twitch.tv slash thedemonjackal. Um, and just doing all the live streams from that account as opposed to having like a bunch of billion different Twitch accounts. It's all there on the Demon Jackal, whether it's gaming or these podcasts, the comic book podcasts, uh, Survivor, uh, all the wrestling, as long as wrestling continues to be made. We'll see how all of that goes. But tune in there to watch live. Um, I'll uh, Once more viewers start tuning in. I'll uh, be keeping an eye on the chat and uh, make it even more interactive. Um, so if you're listening to this after the fact, try to tune in next time. So it's keep an eye out for uh, tweets and stuff. I didn't tweet out about this episode because it's just a trial run to see how it goes. Um, but future ones I will be. Um, oh, why does it say, still say late night Minecraft? I, I was pretty sure that I updated that. But anyway, um, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.